Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing Burgle Bros. Hi, I'm Shondell. And I'm Peter. And this is the All Manner of Things podcast. And today we are looking at a game called Burgle Bros because we had a request from one of our listeners to review it. So, Toby, this one is for you. Burgle Bros is 45 to 90 minutes. One to four players. And there's no age range on the box, but we think it should probably be, maybe 10 to 11 could probably handle this game. Basic Burgle Bros is a game about an elite group of burglars who are trying to pull off an impossible heist, trying to crack three safes on, th- on three different floors and escape through the roof. Yes. To set up Burgle Bros, you lay out a 4x4 grid representing one floor. There's three floors, so you have three of those. Within each one, you can have a combination of little walls that stand in, in between the tiles. Uh, on your turn, you can use up to four actions. So the first action you can do is you can move to the next room, um, represented by a tile, and you reveal instantly if it hasn't already been revealed. But there are, there's a bit of... There's consequences. Yeah, there's, there's consequences to different movements. So there's some rooms that are difficult to get into because they require a... They've got a deadbolt or they require some sort of code to unlock the door. Um, but then there's other rooms that are alarmed. And if you're not careful, if you don't, depending on the type of alarm, you might set the alarm off. So if it's, a, if it's say, like a metal detector and you're holding any equipment, then you're going to set the alarm off. If it's a motion sensor and you move too quickly through the room, you're going to set the alarm off. Any alarms are set off. The guard moves yeah. extra fast and towards that alarm. Yeah, his destination changes. Um, You can peek into the rooms next to you, unless it's through a wall. So you flip those tiles over and reveal them. Obviously everyone gets to see them because you're all working together and you're on like a little comm system, so you tell people what is where. You can hack a computer. There's a few computers around that hack the different security systems. And you can add dice to a safe. It costs you two actions to do that though. Or you can roll the dice on the safe to try and crack the safe. If you only do two or fewer actions, you get to draw an event card, which are usually good for the burglars. Cracking safes can only be done once you've revealed all the tiles, row and column, to the safe. At the bottom of each tile, there is a number, and if you were to roll the dice and that number is displayed, you put in a little marker next to each one of those tiles to say that you've cracked that number. At the end of your turn, the guards move. The, there's, each guard has its own little deck, and it also has a dice to represent how many movement points it gets. The deck shows you the destination, so the next destination, and the guard moves to that point the quickest way they can, otherwise they move clockwise. Then, as soon as they get to that point, a new destination is revealed. So depending how far away from that point they are, you may know exactly where they're going next, or if they're right next to it and they've got a few movement points, you might, you know, you you might end your turn not knowing exactly where the guard's going to end up. If all the burglars make it through to the third floor 
and all three safes are cracked, they can make their way up the final stairway and out to the roof so they can fly away. That's the only way you can win. Otherwise, there's a million ways you can lose. Yes. Review. All right, presentation. Um, I gave this a three. Wow. I gave it a five. Yeah. That's so much different. So here's the thing. I love the cartoon burglar style artwork that's in there. That's on yep. the box. Yeah. It's on the rule book. Yep. It's, it's on the stickers that you put on the little miniatures. But the tile artwork, I feel, just lets the game down. Really? Yeah. I thought it carried through that theme really well. You know, it's those that faded but kind of cool artwork blocky 60s style that you would see it's it's very basic um and it's hard to even i don't think it needs how what the things are i don't know i i just don't think it needs to be complicated or overly colorful or anything you know it just feels cool you know it feels yeah i like it with everything else it's just those tile pieces I don't know. That's just that's just how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, I love the box. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. The box is amazing, and it's great to be able to have like a different size box. Yes. It's great that they use every single like inch of that in, box. Yeah, yeah, every little millimeter is like taken up inside this inside this box. It's great. Um, I love the instruction manual, which is that Manila folder. Yeah. Look. Yeah, that's cool. And that's very yeah, very cool. All the pieces, the cardboard pieces are all solid and like the tiles and tokens yep. that you flip around and wooden yep. pieces is great. It did come though with bags to yes. store things in. And yes. You know how we feel about store, storing things in bags. Pet, pet hate. You're probably but, right. Maybe a five was a little bit too strong for it. It wasn't like the best ever, but it just because it was different to me. Yeah, I, I like, really yeah. like different. I said the box was fun because, yeah, you're right. It is just, it's just different. The bags, the thing with this one as well, you can't get rid of the bags. It did come with spare bags if you wanted yeah. to split pieces into other things, but you can't, you couldn't get rid of them because there's no way you can fit a tackle box in that box because it's no. just as big as it needs to be. No. Anything but, else you want to talk about? No, that's it. You uh, don't have anything written down about the dice okay, and the quality okay. of the dice? <laughs> okay, I was, I was going to say, look, it doesn't really matter um, when it comes to the security guards, okay? Because the security guards, they don't need to roll the dice at all. But I have this thing with these small little dice that it just doesn't feel like it's properly weighted. He doesn't trust them. And I don't trust They're them. They're fine. I rolled them all game today, and I had no problem with them. I, I care what kill. I rolled like three fives, you know, and then I roll like like another five again after that, and another, you know, it just I would, couldn't roll a six to save my life, and yet I pick up another set of dice and I roll them, and then there's a couple of sixes, and, and that's great, you know, but. I just It's the quality of those dices. I don't think there's anything wrong with the quality of the dices, but I knew you were going to mention it, so... Um, rookie rating. I gave this one a four. I gave it a four as well. Oh, good. Look, the thing I love about this game, more than anything else, is it just doesn't feel geeky. No. It no. feels It looks like, very accessible, like anyone yes. can pick it up and play it. It's, it's Ocean's Eleven style, cool... Breaking. If Ocean's Eleven was a cartoon. If Ocean's <laughs> Eleven was a cartoon, yeah. Very cool, 
um, components and fun and and it got that easy to follow kind of mechanics behind it as well and it's also relatively quick to get through a game (laughs) if you lose (laughs) you don't get to the third floor we we played we we won today for the first time and that was that was still only a couple of hours at most i don't even think it was that long it was maybe about an hour and a half so it's pretty good it's a nice and what i love about this as well is that fun things happen in this game yes when you open up the safe yes strange and crazy things happen and it's so good it's a great mechanic the thing that you're after is a thing that slows you down yep that's great that's brilliant and we haven't even seen all the loot that's in the game and i love that i love the surprise that's going to happen when we open up those safes and see all those crazy fun things that work against us yes and how is it there are so many loot cards and I still keep drawing out that cat? <laughs> okay. You know, confession time. Yeah. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a little while will know that we never read the rule books all the way through. We yeah. skim read them. We'll, we read them in depth for the first few pages, which yep. pretty much is the setup pages, and then we get tired of reading. So we skim read and we give it a go. These instructions are a little hard to follow, though. They could be laid out just a little bit nicer because when we're looking stuff up to try and clarify a rule we haven't been able to find it and then we've gone back to the rule book afterwards and it's been in a completely different spot to what we expected so it just makes the instructions a little difficult to follow i i put that down um i've said that it seems like every time we've played this game we've played it like about four times now um we seem to have gotten a rule wrong or something yeah. slightly off yeah. and it's not until you finish playing do you, do you realize oh that's right yes that so we we had our first win today yeah. but it could have possibly been because we missed a rule yeah well um, look, about the guards we didn't but we're claiming it anyway we've yeah. only won oh yeah 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 we would have won anyway i'm pretty sure oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no worries we're, we're, we're easy ex- we're expert you know <laughs> burglars okay Okay, player interaction. I gave this a five. And I gave it a five as well. Yeah. I think that's a a benefit of a good co-op is you have to interact with each other. You have to work together in order to succeed. Yep. And this game does that well. Absolutely. Talk about every single move that you're about to do and you're invested in about everyone else's moves. Yeah. Especially with this particular game because it is quite difficult to win. And the only way that you can win is if everybody works together yeah. and every, um, every turn counts. Yeah. Because a house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes, the house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big and then you take the house. Been practicing this, Peter. A little bit, did I rush? It felt like I rushed. No, it was good, I liked it. Yeah, I felt that as well with this game. Like a lot of co-ops, yes, you have to work together, but I felt like this one, especially, you had to work together, otherwise there was no chance you were going to win. But there's, there's things like, if you, if you pick up a tool, you're the person carrying around that tool, but you want to use it at a time that benefits as many people as possible. Yeah. Or, you know, working to the strengths of the individual characters. You know, everyone's playing a, a different character with a slightly different ability and you really got to work to the strengths of them. And the one thing which sounds almost like it works against player interaction, but it doesn't, is what we found today was it works better if you split up. 
Yes. You know, you were on one floor, I was on a different floor, and we're working towards the same goal. So we had to really keep in contact with each other because we were in yeah. different floors. And but the security it was... guard moved around uh, a lot less. Yes. Because yeah. they only move around once for every time that's after your turn, rather than... Yes, after um, each player's after turn. After each player's turn, so that yeah. the quicker you can get up to the different levels. But, yeah, so it's, it, sounds, it sounds like it's the opposite of interaction, playing on different levels of the building, but it's actually sort of it sort of made it feel like more interaction because you had to work out okay who's going upstairs yeah. who's going to stay down here yep. and absolutely if i do this here um and then move to the next level then you can move into this level and yeah i don't know it's just cool i never look back darling it distracts from the now and and like with other good co-ops co as well if one person is found the entire mission is a bust yeah as well yeah. so you don't have that person who's left on the sidelines waiting for the game to end. Yep. Okay, so balance. I gave this a four. I gave it a three. Interesting. Um, mostly because I believe, in terms of strategy versus luck, there's probably more strategy, I felt. I don't know about that. Because of the mechanics of the way the security guard moves around, which is absolutely brilliant, um, you can't really plan that far ahead in your moves. So it's yep. the randomness of where the security guard ends up. And he could be standing right next to you, but he goes to a completely different direction. That that's that's the luck of the game. Yeah, but there's also you know where he's going at the end of your turn. So it's a matter of where can I move so that he's not gonna catch me at the end of this turn, yeah. you know. It's so there that... there is strategy in it, definitely. Yeah. Um you always keep your eye on what other people where the security guard is, try and hide in the toilets, yes. that type of thing. Trying not to set off the alarm. And it's funny how and... close the words laboratory and lavatory are in this game. And one of them you get tools <laughs> and one of them you do not. <laughs> there are no tools in the toilets. But you can hide in the toilets. I love that. Yes. It's yeah. good. And each of the stalls. There's three stalls <laughs> in this toilet. And again, what you were saying before about when it comes to the characters, making sure the strengths of that character is actually being used. Those special abilities, you make the most of them and the tools that you have at the right time. It's a great strategy, um, but there's a lot of luck as well in terms of rolling the dice for cracking the safes. Yeah, true. Especially true. the dice that I end up having <laughs> with these. <laughs> that only roll fives. Only roll fives. But there you go. There, there you have it. I also said it was a little bit unbalanced in terms of rookie versus expert because we played four games and it wasn't until we played the fourth one that we won because we had a better plan, like we had a better idea of how to get through. So I feel like if you're an expert, you're better equipped to tackle the job than when you first start playing the game. I know more about casino security than any man alive. I invented it, and it cannot be beaten. They got cameras, they got watches, they got locks, they got timers, they got vaults. They got enough armed personnel to occupy Paris. Um, the other point I had was it doesn't have the scaling up of difficulty that many co-ops do. It does have the scaling up. It's got it gets an, harder. <laughs> yes, it does get harder. It does have an expert sort yeah. of variant. Yeah. But it has an expert variant. It doesn't have like, um, you know how a lot of a lot of co-ops have like your novice and then your yeah. 
beginner and then your intermediate it, and then your expert. It does have that as well, only two floors. The first time you play, it's just that you use just two floors to play them in. Fine. And the next time it says use all three, and then after that is another is, is yeah, the Fort Knox one, which is the extremely difficult one. Mm -hmm. And then there's the variant on top of that where your visuals yeah, are missing. Visuals. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, maybe. I just the first one when you only play two floors. Yeah, is supposed to be just like a tutorial game, right? Not like a first time you play. You don't keep playing that until you win, and then move on to three floors. That's up to you, but yeah. Replayability. I gave this a four. And I gave it a three. Interesting. So today we played and we won. Yes. But I want to play it again. You want to play it again? Yeah. Um, even though, and I'd play it on the same map too, because you mix up those tiles. Any game that's got tiles yeah. is always going to have replayability. Yep. Um, so you mix up those tiles. I feel like, you know, we had three walkways on the bottom floor, which are almost do nothing on the bottom floor. Mm. I know, we didn't have many fingerprint scanners in the way that would yeah. stop us from setting off, you know, that would set off alarms. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, we won today. Time but hacking I a certain computer. I did, that and was didn't not useful up... at all no. at the end. But, um, yeah. It may, but... it may have been, you know, it may yeah. have stumbled across that fingerprint one that, that needed to be done. And, exactly. And we needed to go it through just... it. You because it's tiles, you can mix up the yeah. layout, so yeah. if you can yeah. play again, yeah. and I feel like, I mean, I probably wouldn't play it again the same day, but I did definitely, definitely want to play it again. Yeah. And especially because it's a shortish game, like I felt like yeah. it was, you know, relatively short compared to some of the co-ops we've got. Oh, absolutely. It was very reminiscent to me of Forbidden Island, and absolutely yeah. loved that. Again, another tile-laying um, yeah, game yeah. and a lot of replayability in that as well. Bit of setup time, not a huge deal. Um, yeah, do you need a little bit of space to play it? You need a space um, yeah. to set up the three different floors of the building. Yeah, like we've got a fairly big table and it, it just fills it quite easily. Yeah, but where I felt the replayability was a little lacking was what you mentioned before with the difficulty. And how that can discourage people if you keep losing and losing. No, <laughs> it wasn't like pandemic. <laughs> well, I guess so. Yeah, on hero mode. Yeah, it, you definitely. I don't know. It was our fourth game that we managed to win, so it does feel satisfying. That's and I good, find that's a good one. That's yeah. you know, one out of four is is enough of a challenge. If you start winning like over fifty percent. Then I kind of feel like, eh, you yeah, kind of loses the interest. Or, except for zombie side. Except for zombie side. Once you start winning over 50%, then you start going, okay, where's the expansion to this? Can I play another variant? Yeah, or can I make it more difficult? Can I make it more difficult? Exactly. And with this, I know it doesn't say it in the rule book, but you probably could move up the, increase the movement of the guards. Yes. To make it more difficult as well. Don't tell me it does say that in the rule book and I just haven't read it. I don't know. <laughs> it probably does. Know. One day, one day I'll read a rule book from cover to cover. <laughs> I was only because I was flicking through it before that I see some of those different variants and stuff in there. So yeah. The other thing with replayability is you you can't really pre-plan a game. You have to go with what happens. I mean, yes, yes. you try and work to the the strengths yep. of your characters. Yep. So, like in that game, I was the Peterman, the safe cracker. Mm -hmm. I was in the last game we played as well. 
but I was so far away from the safe that it was completely impractical for me to crack it in the last game we played. Yeah. So we had to work towards, you couldn't really pre-plan and go, okay, you're the only person who's gonna to touch the safe, as much as that would be working to my strengths. If it's just completely impractical, yeah. you need to, you know, be flexible. Yeah. yeah, be flexible. In a robbery, things can change quickly. You can go from hot to cold, just like that. You have to be ready to adapt to the situation. You have to be able to think on your feet. I was on a job a few days ago where my homie got shot in the face. He's kidding, right? Get shot in the head, it's over. If you get shot in your head, it's over. If you get shot in your face, the bullet will go in your cheek, then come out the other side. Then what you gonna do? Die. I'm gonna die. Theme. I love the theme. So. Theme is amazing. Five. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Uh, I love the theme. Uh, it is something that's different mm. more than anything else. Yes. Just to have that whole 60s style cartoonish, um, you know, safe cracking theme. Love it. It's uh, the whole dice mechanics of rolling to crack the safe as well. And the stress is the security guards right behind, right behind you. And yes, definitely. It, it's so good. Definitely feels like cat and mouse with those security guards. Like, well, he's coming around this way and I need to go there. But really, I'm going to have to go all the way around this like wall yep. so that I come up behind him so he doesn't catch me and it just it definitely has that cat and mouse feel with the guards and you're also you know worrying about setting off the alarms like ah oh, I need to go this way but I don't want to set off that alarm but there's a different alarm this way and I don't want to set off that alarm yeah. and I'm trapped in between these two alarms yeah. and how am I going to get out of here and we go through the next gate, you'll have 30 seconds to take out the tower guard. 30 what? seconds. Have the car running at the northwest checkpoint. Dang Bob and I are going to scale the barricade, and then oh we're going to turn through to no man's land. And Bob, remember, shield me from the bullets. They won't shoot civilians. I did feel, though, in terms of how strong the theme plays through, it works really well, but I, the reason I'm actually doing it, just, I feel like it's missing a little bit of that, and it's possibly because of the artwork on the tiles. Okay. So, I mean, it was really good and it was really fun, but... Again, I don't really... Yeah, I don't know what more you wanted on those tiles in terms of artwork. The, the colours represented the different types yeah. of um, well, the, barriers. Like, if you look at, say, that atrium picture, it's just... I don't know, it's just a few lines. I don't know, they don't really look like anything to me. Stylistic. Yeah. You don't like the style. I think it's a little bit too abstract. Okay. But I do, but I having like said that, but I, having said that, you do still, like I said, you you don't want to set off an alarm and then when you get stuck behind a deadbolt door, you get really frustrated. And so, yeah. like, I do feel it. It just, I feel like it might be a little bit stronger if the artwork was a little bit different. The other thing I wanted to say in theme is, and you did mention it earlier about the loot in yeah. the safe. Yeah. It maybe clashes a little bit with the theme because normally, you know, you're going to break into a safe to steal money, not to steal something that's going to work against you. Like a cat. Yes, it is so much fun. That cat is so frustrating. There's a cat. I don't know why they put the cat in the safe in the first place. I think that's a little bit inhumane. But this cat, you can't leave stuff behind. Whatever you find in the safe, you have to take with you. Yeah. And this is Persian cat. So I'm guessing it's quite an expensive cat. But it likes to jump out of your arms and walk casually towards the nearest alarm. And it, it drove me nuts, because I always seem to be the person who cracks the safe with the cat inside. <laughs> so I'm always having to chase this cat 
while I'm trying to, you know, still avoid the security guard and not let the cat, because if the cat goes into an alarm, it's going to set the alarm off. Yeah. Can I have to keep picking up this cat? It's just, <laughs> it's fun. It's so much fun. Best and worst. My best is the challenges that come from the loot. Yes. The loot that's in the safe. Yeah. Just the, it adds this little challenge and it's just yep. a bit of a laugh and a bit of fun. My best is the new mechanics that come from the security guard and cracking the safe. They're yeah. really good and I haven't seen that before. Yeah. Just clever. That just, cat, the, the, I said again, that cat and mouse feel. Yeah. Trying to work your way around and avoid the security guard is very fun. And yeah. worst? Uh, the artwork on the tiles. Big surprise there. <laughs> For me, it's the dice. Big surprise <laughs> there. Final thoughts. So my final thoughts is it's a great non-geeky, challenging co-op. Cool. Um, I put it was a simple, fast-playing co-op. Excellent. So buy if you are just starting out in the world of co-ops. Said, buy if you want a challenging co-op. Um, buy if you're a cartoon junkie. And buy if you love sneaking around, cracking safes and dodging security guards. And the last one I had is buy if you want an excuse to swear at a cat. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. The podcast where we talk about board games. If you wish to get in contact with us, please email us on podcast at allmanneroffthings.com or visit us at www.allmanneroffthings.com Thanks for listening. Bye. You need to, you know, Swing with the punches, is that, is be that a flexible. saying? Be flexible, yeah. Yeah, be flexible. Swing with the punches, that'll do. I'm making up my own sayings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sure it's something like that. Yeah. Roll with the punches? Roll with the punches. Yeah, that makes more yeah. sense than swing. <laughs>